I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! Oh yeah, let's get the other side of the story. There's a lot going on. Great to have you. I'm Alex Pearson. It is at time, Tuesdays and Thursdays, when we bring in our friend, Mr. Tom Korski. Hello, Mr. Tom Korski. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you, Alex. Do you have any odds, like, who else uh, jumps ship? I, we've got, I think we've had four, um, four uh, liberals say they're not running. Uh, yeah, no, you, you know. Yeah. I, I know everyone gets excited about cabinet changes. I am not one of those people. I mean, it's, you know, who's hot, who's not, who's pretty, who's not pretty anymore. I just don't, yeah, it doesn't. You know what? <laughs> no one stops yeah. the spending, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I know. It's like, what changes other than, you know, the face? But uh, I guess we will see. Um, you got a couple of doozies here. I think it's fascinating that something that, and I'm, 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 you can correct me if I'm wrong, but something Harper raised to 67 back in the day, was then reversed back to 65, and now uh, Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne is saying, look, pensioners should uh, be able to stay in the workforce a little longer. Uh, so is this that they're going back on their cancellation of Harbour? Uh, who said don't no, do well, that? Uh, no, but the, the context is absolutely 100% correct. He, he's responding in a letter to the Commons Industry Committee that said there should not be tax barriers to people who want to work past 65, want to work past 65. But having said that, they're talking You'll about... You have to. <laughs> well, this is what? it. This have is to. it. The Canadian Institute of Actuaries did an absolutely fascinating study two years ago, and they talked to people, and the pandemic just clobbered some Canadians' retirement plans. And it is now part of normal discourse for people to say, I'm working past 65. Why does this matter? First time in history this year, this is from the Canadian Institute of uh, the Chief Actuary for the, for the Government of Canada, first time ever, seniors outnumbered children. Well, you don't have to do the arithmetic too hard to see what's going to happen in three, four, five years. The tax burden yeah. for, for the, all those pensions on, on the kids is going to be staggering, let alone people who can no longer afford to retire. You know, when they survey people, they ask them, and, and the Institute of Actuaries did, what's your retirement plan? People say, uh, keep working, I don't know, sell the house, move in with or the kids. Or die. It, it's not good. It, it's just, you know, this used to be a fat and happy land, and it's just not good, Alex. Yeah, no, it, it definitely not. Uh, I just thought that was a bit uh, a bit ironic, but uh, here we go with that. Um, interesting that they're very busy doing their research. This party's got an obsession uh, with gender issues, but they did do, I guess, in-house research uh, on banning federal funding to any Canadian organization that does not accept LBGTQ individuals, but also they've been discussing preferential funding for uh, pride communities. Only is research. Big, is this a big read. voter base no. for them? You know, uh, it's the only opinion research we read because it's the only research they read. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? They went out of their way. They hired a pollster to conduct focus groups 
strictly among LBGT, uh, LGBTQ community members in Toronto and Montreal. That was it. And they said, how are we doing? And the <laughs> They don't care about the rest, uh, in the, in the, rest of the country. <laughs> yeah, they said, uh. you know. And, and then they started to discuss what you just mentioned. Why does that get people upset? Why did we find it interesting? Because we do have a prime minister. He does have a record where he will take an identifiable group. We could Mm -hmm. fill in the blank. Let's call it green-eyed people. And he'll say, you know, green-eyed people, the problem is they're racist, misogynist. They're a minority and hold unacceptable views. They're unfit parents. What about my kids? He said that, quote-unquote, during the campaign. And it worked. He came in with 32.6%, just enough to win four more years. He's, the Prime Minister of Canada is capable of doing that. And then when the green-eyed people throw gravel at his campaign bus, he'll say, well, what did I, what, there you go. What did I tell you about the green eyes? And then some of his friends in the media go to opposition members and, and say, what about the green-eyed people in your caucus? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't your wife put something on social media expressing s- sympathy with green-eyed people? What about that? Are they capable of doing this in another election campaign? Oh, <laughs> and, and how? Because it works for them. Yeah. I don't know how. It's just so tiring, exhausting. But uh, I have to think that some people, at time, people will uh, get sick of it. And then you got other. You have other research. I, I find it fascinating how they do this. They did this in-house uh, research. Um, you know, the, despite the fact that Canadians really don't know much about the Navy, generally speaking, but they do suspect it's racist. Probably, it's probably racist. <laughs> how do they come? How do they? How do they come at that? They don't know anything about it, but it's probably racist. And this is the Navy that commissioned this research. They did. They, they went around and they asked Canadians, what do you think about the Navy? Hey, do you think it's racist? Uh, uh, no one knows anything them, really should, about it. Should they get them ships or weapons? No. Honestly, and, and people said, uh, you know, if, if you're asked about a long-standing Canadian institution, whether you think there's systemic racism, uh, there was a very large number of Canadians said, sure, I guess, I guess there's... My favorite was the quote from one uh, identified as a black focus group participant in the Navy survey who said uh, they suspected <laughs> the Navy was as racially diverse as the National Hockey League. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got to take the sunshine where you can, Alex. But I guess yeah. people have gotten enough, enough systemic racism speeches that you start to believe. No one knows of, of what they're talking about. What's the Navy incident? What's the alarming fact? What's the evidence? It doesn't matter. It's, it's yeah, sure, it's probably racist. Yeah. yeah. And then that becomes truth. It probably is. Well, no, let's say it is. Um, meanwhile, you get the, um, some interesting COVID stories uh, coming out. Cabinet budgeted uh, millions, as you know, for these vaccine passport programs. It really pissed people off, but they're continuing with them. So they've got this program through to 2026, even though the World Health Organization declared the pandemic's over, and yet they still want more support for federal measures going forward. I mean, we're still doing this stupid kabuki theater till 2026? Now, isn't that something? This is a support, administrative support, for vaccine passports, as you mentioned, there aren't there aren't any. The pandemic is over. Seventeen million dollars uh, buried in the budget accounts for the public health agency carrying forward for three years, and no one will say why. And when asked in the documents why, their rationalization was, "Well, you never know. There could be future <laughs> measures." So 
So either that's budget padding or someone liked the idea of telling people what to do. It's not good. $17 million, that's real money. And you wonder why conspiracy theorists, you know, theories are born. No, you know, I, like absolutely. they just keep doing this stuff and not explaining it. And so you the know. pandemic is over. The mandates are over. They expired last June 2022. It's been over a year. Wrap it up. Exactly. It will never be over, Tom, ever. <laughs> why? Um, what's going to happen to the uh, Trudeau government? So they've paid a contract, a foreign contract to a blacklisted uh, person um, who is an ally of uh, Russia. And so even though our allies, uh, you'll, you'll have to kind of explain the story, but our allies uh, censured this person and our government went ahead and gave them a payment to carry out this contract. For anyone who wants to know how it works, how many times have you heard cabinet? <laughs> I got to write it down. Hold on. How does this work? Anyone who wants, uh, how many times have you heard cabinet give the democracy speech about the war in Ukraine? They're towing the line. We stand with them. We will be there to the bitter end. Democracy, this is it. This is it. The hinge of fate. What did they do in the meantime? The feds gave a contract to a Russian war collaborator. The company, it was a Chinese company. It was blacklisted by the United States Department of Commerce. Not only do we give the blacklisted Russian war collaborator a contract, we send the money after they were blacklisted. You know who got the money? The Americans seized the money because they considered it a blacklisted asset under their entities list. This was a satellite company. We gave the satellite company money to take pictures of trees. What do you think they were taking pictures of in Ukraine? This is our sanctions list. This is our sanctions program. This is these people couldn't run a PetSmart franchise, and 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 this is the fight for democracy. It's unbelievable. It, it, well, it is. Um, but what what will the repercussions be? Well, they're like, working on it. They said they said yeah. in the memo, we're working on next steps. Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> Look how, how how often is there a recurring theme here? There is Alex. If it's Ottawa, it's mediocre and it's really expensive. And no one will be held to account. Well, no, no one gets fired. I mean, that just hurts people's feelings, right? Yeah, that's true. All right, Tom. uh, There's so much. I wanted to make sure you got all of them in, but um, we will talk again. You have a great day. (laughs) You too, too, Alex. Tom Korski makes me laugh, and if I weren't laughing, I'd be crying because the stuff they report is, is uh, it's devastating, you know, and um, no one ever pays a price.